0: And we're live now. So I'm here with Alec, dropping my third podcast since noon yesterday. I did one at lunch with Dan Moss, and I did one with Riley last night where we got into the Ripple. Now we're back at work, so it'll be a silver podcast with Alec from work. And we're just going to talk a little bit. He's an outdoorsy guy, and that's his hunting season review, his ice fishing, his best fishing game recipes, and some closing thoughts and that stuff. So we're sitting here. New noon hour again in the famous podcast room my block <laughs> off now for all 300 of our listeners including one from I keep dropping this from Poland I heard that from Brazil and one from Canada thank you we're worldwide <laughs> all right so throwing it right at you how was your hunting season so far
1: oh it was all right I mean you, you talked to Eric a few weeks ago about, yeah about flinging yeah is uh so I, I came back from that south coast. I'm not gonna recap that too much, but uh, I went back out and I brought out the bags and I shot my bow and it was a little off but not that off. So what well, I came a conclusion is I'm terrible at judging distance. Did you have a rangefinder on? I so that that was a thing. So Eric wasn't up there when that that all happened was when I came over that little ridge so like they're on one side of that like little butte up there mm-hmm. and I was anticipating going down the edge of that come up below them and then um just peek over and shoot them well I was peeking over to see where they're at and that's when the doe was already walking towards me and I had my bow and my uh range finder sitting down yeah so then I waited for her to look away for me to grab the bow and then after that I was just like shooting from the hip, trying to gauge. And I shoot those. I did that too. I shoot those FMJs. So they're uh, that aluminum with uh, carbon fiber inside of them. You don't
0: shoot the iron, or the arrows you're talking about? Yeah, the oh.
1: arrows, yeah. yeah. So those in, in themselves are really heavy arrows for at least a um, modern arrow.
0: Do you shoot those iron, iron wheel broadheads? Yeah. Really?
1: you? Yeah, those, those shoot great actually at range. Just the difference between... 60 yards and 50 yards is a big drop off there. Just because I don't run my bow at like 80 pounds, so yeah, Um, yeah. So I I missed that one, and then yeah, we got that next thing. But uh, did you
0: shoot anything in Iowa, Alex from Iowa, by the way?
1: Yeah. No, I did. That that was actually kind of funny because I shoot the or I hunt this property uh, west of Sioux Center there on the river. It's a family land. And I sat down there, and I actually have my log of it. I sat down there 25 days. 25 days. Didn't see shit. Like, I I saw two does one day, and then I saw one shooter buck, which was, I put up a new tree stand uh, last year in this one spot, and the problem is I never hunted it, so I never sat in it to see where all the shooting lanes should have been, and Mm -hmm. this buck middle of the day started walking across up on top of the ridge what time of year uh it's mid-october oh but uh just plum bushes all in the way yeah so the very next day i go down there with a hacksaw <laughs> and start <running laughs> just, <away>. it's like <laughs> that's not gonna happen again so yeah so yeah it, like it was just a long long year of just not seeing stuff and it was kind of disappointing at um, I was sitting up in a different tree stand and I was just thinking the next year that comes by it's just going to be dead. Uh, that's just the way it is. And the end of shooting light I think was at five 525 I believe. And it was 520 and I was just sitting there and all of a sudden right over the corner of my eye I see something coming over the ridge. It was this little eight point. Uh, I mean it's not bad. He's probably like 120 inches or mm-hmm. so, 125. Came over the ridge and I'm just like Oh, you're gonna die Yeah. and from there I shot him and that was at uh, I actually ranged him there he was at 55 and I that's a hoof yeah and well I have pictures of it right on the heart The like arrow right through it so it was the best shot actually what happened is I shot that deer and I didn't quite know where the arrow is because it was dark and low light. Yeah. But that, that buck all of a sudden like fell back. like You know what Kramer does when he walks yeah. into Seinfeld's uh, apartment? <laughs> He's a Kramer. Like, yeah. yeah, just like, whoa, what just happened to him? I know what's going on, yeah. right? And just like whoops, it around, goes yeah. down the ditch, and all of a sudden you hear a smack like that. I'm like, well, I got him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sound is
0: awesome. I love that sound. That's cool, man. So, like, you shot one deer in Iowa, are you shooting other deer or any does or anything or muzzle load or anything else?
1: Yeah. Muzzle loader too. Um, this, uh, year I have a, or last year I started doing this thing that's called the, I call it the, um, sportsman slam. So I go out, I fish, I catch walleye and I catch a muskie, I shoot a pheasant and then I try to shoot a deer. All in a over, day? And all in one that's day. It's a good day. Yeah. And I, I got the muskie. That was first cast. Yeah. Got the walleye. That took me about another half hour. Yeah. And I took my dog out and we hunted pheasants and I got my limit of those. And I go out deer hunting Tennessee crab. And this, I think it's just, I don't know if it's just Northwest Iowa or what. Well, I was like, gonna
0: say, is that like, is something changed out there? Yeah, you know, Especially actually, with all the river bottom and that stuff. It's great habitat. I don't know. I know they till, but still it's on the river bottom. There's plenty of trees. I
1: talked to a lot of people actually out uh, around Northwest Iowa and they just said, it's just a down year. Like the oldest bucks they're seeing were like year and a half, so like six points and so on. Like just nothing was coming through. And it was, I don't know, I, I ended up getting my muzzle litter. Um, I was down uh, in, I don't know, by Cherokee there, I was doing some ice fishing and I left at 3.30 Uh, And that was right when the blizzard was coming in, like, two weeks ago on a Friday. Mm hmm I went and sat on this field, which is on public land there, and I just had a weird feeling that it wasn't the right setup. So I got up from that one, walked, uh, or drove about two miles away to another field, and at that time, the snow started kicking up. I was just walking onto this cornfield where they leave a food plot up. Yeah. There was a doe just sitting there and just whacked right there. Really? Yeah, so... I had the worst muscle loader season ever.
0: Yeah. Like, we were going out to the hills because, honestly, there's a lot of deer out there. But, like, Brooke got shingles, so we had to turn around, which oh, stinks, shoot. which, yeah, like, that was more important than that. And then I was kind of rushing through on family vacation, hunting like a wing nut, not paying attention to wind or anything like that. And blew up, I don't know, like three chances, maybe two chances. I don't know. I was with Jake. We were just BSing the whole time. But nonetheless, I only got one deer in the freezer this year. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I know.
1: I, I'm not done yet. I have four tags for Eastern Iowa i got to go out for. That's going to be next week. How like, late's that open till? January 26th. For what? Uh, Antlerless rifle. Really? Yeah.
0: Do they got to shoot those uh, like 30-30 straight belted calibers? No, there or this what?
1: is... Uh, so it's like three counties in Northeast Iowa and then two in the Southern Iowa and the in the middle, and it's... Anything over two two five caliber, so they don't want .223s out there shooting. Like, but you can shoot rifles. Shoot, shoot rifles, yeah.
0: I don't, is what's the rule in Iowa? You're not. I thought you weren't supposed to. I don't know. You,
1: you can just for this season. Oh, so otherwise, other than that, it's like same as a lot of the other Midwest states. Straight walled rifles like .450 Bushmaster, yeah. .350 Legend, forty five seventy, like all those cowboy caliber yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, yeah, I got actually talked to another friend in to go out there with me, and we're going to try to fill tags. So. Is it all private out there? No, they have, uh, it's like Yellow River goes through there, and it's if you've ever been to the Driftless area, it's a big forest up yeah. in there. And then they have all those, and huge chunks with the same thing, food plots, cornfields, bean fields, really? all up there. You know, I didn't so. even
0: know about that. And it goes till the end of January? January
1: 26th, yeah. That's
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because, like, I'm SOL
0: now for my stuff which stinks and that stuff and like this weekend I was supposed to maybe go turkey hunting up by sissidim with our fall tags that go at the end of the month where we're supposed to get that blizzard plus you know, Saturday it's supposed to blow 50 so the turkeys don't even fly out of the trees on those <laughs> days and just sit up there and go what sweet turkey hunting trip they're in the roost <laughs>
1: yeah uh, well out because uh, out there the reason why they have that is because of the CWD and so on so, oh really Yeah, is so- there a bunch out there yeah, well, it's right next to uh, Wisconsin, so oh, it's right there. Yeah, so what they're trying to do is more like Indiana and Illinois, how they manage it, which is just hunt the crap out of them and keep populations low so they stop spreading. That's huh. The gist of it. So yeah, I mean, do they'll, you have be, to they'll t- be a little tainted, but I'll I'll probably get them tested. You do. You, don't, you don't have to, but you can. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I gotcha. You.
0: So you've got two deer in the freezer. You go out four tags. You said. Yeah. Holy cow!
1: And that's. Part because uh, we eat a lot of wild game, but also because I kind of want to give some away. I wow. just like to
0: grind it up. Like a lot of people, like, I don't even know how to make roast and that stuff, but I love grinding up deer. I think it's great. No, oh, yeah. Do anything with it. I,
1: I haven't done it until last year, honestly. Huh. Otherwise, it's always cool. been steaks, roast, and then sliced jerky, so. Well,
0: that's great, man. So, did you, you've got a, you've got a, it's wire right? He's got a wire hair, and he's getting another wire hair in that. So did you shoot a bunch of upland birds this year? Uh, or ducks or anything?
1: I, I, well, not ducks. I oh. wanted to get into that, but I don't know the first thing about it. So uh, probably next year I'll get into mm-hmm. it. But uh, I didn't hunt as much as I what I wanted to just because I have been chasing deer. Like I said, I was in the sand like 26 times before That's crazy. early uh, um, November. So, um, yeah, no, we got out there, and... What was there was really strong this year, I would say, for birds. In Iowa? Oh, yeah. There's birds everywhere. Really? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, like, where were
0: they hold up at? A bunch of, like, just simple, like, fence lines that didn't get, that had cover in that stuff? Or well, we have, at?
1: I don't want to say we have a lot of public land, especially yeah. in northwest Iowa. That's actually a big scrape about it. But uh, from what there is, there's really good land. It's just really wide. Yeah. So when you get up there, it's tall grass and so on. It's it's not cattails. It's not tree cuts. It's nothing like that. So having a pointer go out there and run 100 yards out in front of me and get on the birds and pin them down it's the best way to go. Yeah. Otherwise, you have one person pushing that thing because I don't hunt with anyone else. Yeah. It's just impossible. I love point dogs. I used to
0: hunt all the time. I would shoot. And I don't tell the spot now up around Madison and that stuff, just a bunch of ground up there. I'd always shoot limits on public land. It felt like then. Because they oh, just yeah. go, all you had to do, there's some areas that were kind of big and that stuff. And honestly, it sounds like it's terrible, but it is. People are lazy. All you have to do is walk a little bit further than other people. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, they'll just walk along the road. And I'm like, all right, whatever.
1: Yeah, well, oh, uh, that one of that day I was uh, trying to do that Sports and Slam thing. I was out uh, <laughs> out by uh, the Great Lakes, Iowa, Great Lakes, Okaboji, Spirit Lake area there, and there's a bunch of public stuff, but they have all cattails. Once you get snow on there, you know they mm-hmm. all go down the cattails. So I'm working the cattails with my dog, and uh, this section is probably about like three miles long and about a mile and a half wide. Mm-hmm. And I was probably about a mile and a half down into it, so I was like right in the smack dab middle of it from my truck start walking, I go through the ice. Oh, that's fun. I'm down to my tits in water, and I'm climbing back out. I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh. And it's just, like, whipping cold, too. <laughs> it's snowing a little bit, and my dog's, like, still trying to push me to go more. I'm like, nope. Back to the truck.
0: <laughs> I had one of those where I dipped, like, I still i have told this. I, I don't even know if it's bad on here, but I've told it before. I was with Dan Moleseed, and, like, I was trying to, I was breaking a little bit of ice, it just started to freeze over, so it's like that classic, the water's not even 32, it's like that 28, where it's actually below freezing, because yeah. it's chilling and that, but like, um, I think I, I didn't want my dog with me, that's so why I had my wire here and that, but I like tripped and dipped, and the only thing that stayed above was my, no, it wasn't even my gun, because that iced up, I don't know what stayed above, all I know is I was under it was like <laughs> 8 degrees, and the wind was blowing. And I went back to my truck and Dan was like, it was like you were like superhero. All I saw was ice just keep shattering off. He goes, but then I goes, I realized it was a little serious when you like we're in the truck and it was trying to warm up and he was saying stuff. He goes, None of it made sense. He goes, geez, he's got hypothermia. But yeah, it was pretty miserable. Yeah. I don't know. That's a fun little walk. Yeah,
1: lock. I made it back and then I just drove to a Walmart, got actually bought sweatpants and some other stuff. I had, <laughs> I had bibs in the truck and other boots because yeah. I just over-prepared for crap and then just went back out and started hunting deer after that. So I,
0: I would have loved that though. I went out with my sweatpants hunting deer. It was great. The
1: better part is I had two birds in the back in my vest that got all wet. And I had to untangle those when I got home, and it was just a brick. <laughs> a brick so somewhere there's two there's two birds of pheasants in there, and I couldn't find them. But yeah, I ended up actually when I went out, uh, out deer hunting to this another spot. That's when I walked out and I saw a rooster. Oh, really? And then I got the dog out, and we shot that one, threw that in the back, and then went back out hunting deer. That's so, awesome. Yeah.
0: Good for you, man. Do you do any ice fishing yet?
1: I have, yeah. Um, Is it good? Uh, yes and no. So, like, from previous years, I would say, because I hunt, or uh, fish South Dakota quite a bit, there's no, like, lakes that are just kicking out, like, numbers of perch. Like, there are numbers of perch, but they're all small. Really? And You can get some nice ones, and if you know where to go, which a lot of people tend to know where to go, you can find them, but it's still just kind of hard to find fish right now but really yeah other than that like when I got I got into walleyes over Christmas break and like I said uh perch I had the muskie I caught was all long rod though I was in waders out in the river but uh um yeah walleye perch bluegill, crappie yellow bass out by the Iowa Great Lakes huh they're not a sport fish you can yeah. keep as many as you want yellow bass I don't even know what that is you know what a white bass looks like yeah striped bass it's like that a little bit smaller, but they flay out and they taste like a crappie. Perfect. Really? Yeah, that's they're not cool. bad. Yeah, they have a little bit of red meat down you the just, spine. You just trim that out and it's fine. Huh,
0: that's yeah. awesome. So how many days have you been out ice fishing so far?
1: Five, I believe. Oh,
0: cool. Yeah. Have you done it all up here? Or? Well, no, you said you. No,
1: I went. Out, actually, I went out twice in South, three times in South Dakota. Did You just go on day trips or weekend ones? Yeah, no? day trips. Yeah, I. One buddy um, from Alcester, we went up there and we fished uh, area lakes around Sioux Falls here. And then mm-hmm. one day I took out my son with my, my dad and his other friend from Madison. We fished lakes up there. And then one other time I just went up by um, the Smith. Oh, really? I fished some sloughs, so Is there a lot of fish up there? Yeah. Good. I don't tell where you're going. No, no. There's a, there's a, yeah. There's a lot of sloughs. It'd be hard to figure out. So. Yeah,
0: it's all water up there. Yeah. Even stuff that wasn't a slough is now a slough it's this year. Yeah. It's basically a lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy. That's good. Yeah, I've got, like, my ice fishing trips. I'm going to the Lake. I go twice, maybe. Once to Lake the Woods, and I'm trying to text my buddies actually here the last day or so when we're gonna figure out our one I... Bunch of us guys that live together and yeah. Buddy says, "Dad, and go out and that and stuff." But it's hard to figure out a weekend. It sounds like everybody's busy. And Minnesota closes at the end of February, so. I say
1: you guys usually go up to like Red Lake and stuff. like Yeah,
0: that. we were talking about going to Leech this year just to change. It. I've heard Red Lake's like the Dead Sea this year.
1: Oh really? I really have, this year it was hot.
0: The wall. Yeah, there's a guy at work here that grew up in Laverne. That that works at our Fort Dodge office. He went up to Red Lake and they've just slammed him like in. Was that after Thanksgiving? It was that's early. Cool. It was, yeah, it was only really like early. six inches of ice now, but It was in the bays now. But you said they are nailing them. I'm like, awesome. I don't know where I heard <laughs> that from. Probably just made it up in a dream too. Probably higher <laughs> now and I'm not going to go up there. But we found some cool sleeper shacks and that stuff up our own walk around Leech and that. Just maybe try something different. I've never fished Leech. One year my buddies in high school went. That was the only year I missed the ice fishing trip. So
1: Yeah, we went Uh, my who's in the army right now, we went up to leech on his leave a year and a half, ago. was in the summer. Was it cold? Was it good? The quality of fish he caught were really nice. Like, really freaking nice. But it wasn't a numbers game. And oh, really? that that lake's also a wind lake when it's open water, so you gotta yeah. fish the windy side and points and rocks and so on, and it was dead calm. Really? Yeah, so it was just it was a hard time in the middle of summer. And Mayfly Hatch too was happening too, but we uh spent our day, our afternoons basically just fishing for a smallmouth on rocks.
0: Did you, uh, did you listen to that one that I did, oh, I know it was just yesterday, Dan Moss? Yeah. That is insane, the stuff he knows about Lake Winnipeg. Yeah. I know. My favorite is like, you know, like I'm old man, you know, not, th- like he talked about 30-inch fish, I'm like, how many 10-pound, temp- I don't know, dozens? I'm like, dozens of 10-pound fish you've caught? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's insane to me. And uh,
1: that... Yeah, there, there's, there is one place in Iowa, which was where I was fishing, that uh, you can catch those fish, and you see those caught every day, like multiples, while you're sitting, standing there fishing. In Iowa? Yeah. Oh, huh. God, I am But, clueless. like, in fishermen Fisherman where was at this place, and all these other, and, like, they've done articles about it. It's crazy how many big fish come out of this one spot. It's just, it's not really a numbers game. It's best size of fish you're going to get
0: is just ridiculous so like do you is that one of those places where you shore fish or have to boat fish
1: yes you can do both oh really yeah
0: huh because that's one thing I was like I used to listen to like getting fishermen a lot where I used to fish I never do anymore but they were talking about like so many times in the spring and that stuff like Doug Stangy and those guys he goes I fish more off a shore than I do on a boat he goes waiters and that stuff he goes all my big fish aren't when I'm sitting in a boat, it's when I'm walking out a little bit or casting or whatever, or sitting along shore.
1: Yeah, and that, that's what I do in the spring. Um, routinely after work, I try to leave at like three thirty, four 4 o'clock, but then mm-hmm. I'll just drive up to the lakes like Silver, Okoboji, and so on. Well, not Okoboji, because that's not open, but uh, other lakes and rivers. How far streams, away is that from work? An hour. Oh. But yeah, they, like you wait out. My, my theory of it is they're up on the rocks... For one, to spawn. Yeah. And also to feed. Yeah. So now if you're casting from a boat up to shore and back out, that's not how they feed. They push the bait balls up onto that rocks with yeah. the shallow water, and that's how they feed. So now if I can get out onto that shoreline with waders and cast down it, it's more natural to what those fish are. And that's how I catch most of my wallets through the spring. Huh. Is all wading up and down. What's
0: the biggest fish or walleye you've caught? Uh, three and
1: a half. Really? Well, that's only one. Otherwise, it's basically every big fish has been ran at 28.
0: Did you catch that in Iowa?
1: No, I caught that in Canada.
0: Oh, you did? When did you go to Canada?
1: Uh, I don't know, uh, third grade.
0: Oh, so a long time yeah. ago.
1: Yeah, huh. I, I, I I grew up in a family that didn't really hunt or fish or yeah. anything. My, my dad did go fishing, but not not to the level that I've gone to. Yeah. And, uh, like... When it comes to hunting like i don't know anyone who hunts more than i do but i don't know anyone who sucks at hunting as much as i do yeah well that's the thing
0: about it the more you go the more you find it it's the more you go i go there's more chance for failure and i i i've
1: I've learned like i like i've never hunted really with anyone else so a lot of it's been kind of self-taught or like i talk with you i talk with other people and mm they give me tips and i'm like oh yeah i'll do that next time and like it it helps but like it Except I hunt so much and fish so much, but I'm more like just guessing at stuff well, and learning as I go. There's only
0: a couple things that I can do. One is I will always say I can shoot a duck. I can call a turkey, and I learned that from guys in college. <laughs> and even like deer hunting, I'm still like Elmore, Elmer Fudd almost, you know. I followed follow <laughs> Jake more than anything out of his place, and the deer I shoot on my own, you know, there's nothing special about what I did. I Like I said, i mess up. But like if I ever get an elk tag... I am totally leeching off of my friends that are, you know, we friends that say hills. I'm like, yeah, you're going to take me all kind of, and all I am is a trigger man, you know. <laughs> but, like, yeah. those things, you know, I, those are the only things I know. And I, I like to ice fish. It's pretty simple, but, like, I don't go. I'm the worst fisherman ever. Like, I can tie yeah. knots, because I'm, basically, you know, I have to take care of some of the like, buddies that we go ice fishing with. I swear to God all I do is tie knots for them. I can tie knots and I put everything like within six inches off the bottom and hope for the best. That is my whole... That's all I bring to the table. I can drink beer. Yeah, they're, I'm yeah. good at that. Oh, White Claws even, too. I know, I know
1: that. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Uh, God, they're delicious. Black
0: Cherry for like... I might get White Claw tattoo, I think. <laughs> Anyways.
1: Yeah, no, I... Yeah, it... I would say come from that perspective of not having someone guiding you. It's for me, I've been learning a lot faster because like I said, I, I watched uh, some in fisherman stuff. Actually there's like angling edge now, like with Al Linder and stuff, and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what happened with yeah. the break up there, but whatever. I don't know. But yeah, like they're talking about things. I'm like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. And then like, I don't know. It. I would say I fish, more unconventional, like I drop shot for uh walleye all the time mm-hmm. and bluegills which that's more of a bass technique. Fly fish for muskies, which doesn't really happen other than up north. Yeah. Um I don't fly fish very well. I like I listened to the uh Meat Eater podcast and they're talking to, like April pokey I think it is. Yeah. Like they're talking about casting and like people say they know how to cast and I'm just like if it, goes, if it goes that way, I'm happy. So I've never even
0: touched a fly rod, yeah. ever. I've always wanted to, like, buy one and that stuff, just a combo and that stuff, but then I start reading about it, and it's just, like, absolute Greek with ends and line size. And I don't know hi-tai what's hi-tai happening.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I bought, like, I, since I've been fly fishing for Muskie and Northern, it's all been, like, big saltwater rods, so it's, like, a 12-weight. Uh-huh. You have one of those big-ass reels, and then, you're, like, you're throwing, like, six to 12 inch streamers behind it and God. yeah it, it's less skilled than when you're flying those like really ultra light flies and you have yeah. like a second one like dropper down below it and you're trying to catch trout and i'm like I don't,
0: know. I don't know either i see like i've always wanted to go to the hills and do it like well i went and watched some buddies of mine that we were out turkey on one time they're all spy shirt in the lake and like and everybody it there but they were doing it out there it looked like it's fun i don't even know if they caught anything it just looked fun but i couldn't know less about it and that stuff i need to just focus on fishing because like my kids are into it and they're like well i'll go on these camping trips with them i'll bring rods with them and all of a sudden you look at them casting all of a sudden they're like taking fish off the line I'm like my kids are better at this than me <laughs> well they are there's no problem i have no problem admitting it they're just in bobbers and that stuff i'm like oh that's where we need to be and they catch all these fish
1: yeah uh, it's I nuts know. when i took my son out uh, a few weeks ago um ice fishing He's the first one to catch a fish, and first one to catch a perch, biggest perch of the day. Yeah. And from there, he caught the most perch out of three of us. And two of us fish a ton, and then my dad fishes. I would say he's getting back into it. so yeah. He's getting fishing a little bit more, but yeah, has the guys just there, whipping out fish out of the hole, setting hooks and stuff. It was crazy. How much ice is there right now? That was about ten inches. Was it? Yeah. No, we had some video in a um, one time. Dodge driving out there right next to us I'm <laughs> just like oh, great like want to go on a survival like our uh, rescue mission here pretty soon like I don't know what that guy was thinking that would that, be my biggest pet peeve in ice fishing is people who push the limits way too far well I
0: always to. like this like we're going Super Bowl weekend at Lake of the Woods so it's like there'll be four feet and yeah. I'm like one of those guys where I'm like I don't know enough and there's so many like and I'm one thing like I'm Ponset like, I always hear about these springs and that stuff, where you got to watch it, and, that, and I don't know enough about where stuff's at, so it kind of freaks me out, because I'd be like, oh, I'll just drive over here and go, you know, yeah, kind of like stuff. like Indian
1: Springs has that same thing. I don't know if you ever fished there. That's, well, I don't know what that is. Okay. Yeah, it's somewhat up by the Brickens area. Um, like, I just saw a picture on Facebook the other day of uh, Spirit Lake. Yeah. There was a, a hole that opened up, so there was, like, 10 inches of ice. Now it's open water. And you're literally watching the water ripple from the spring that just came out of nowhere. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's where I was like foot trap. Like I I, for the first month I really do not let my kids go fishing because I don't think it's worth it, like the risk. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll go by myself, which I don't know, maybe that's not right to risk my life versus theirs and so on. But I yeah, I just don't want those types of chance, especially around here with all this water too right now, like I moving know. water, even the lakes have like flowing water. Oh it. yeah, and it's like
0: it's trying to get out of there and that stuff. It's yeah. crazy. Like Lake Thompson, you know. It's oh. trying to escape out of there. Yeah. There's nothing more eerie than like and I don't know if I've ever seen that stuff, but like you go out to like pier and say they let out a bunch of water and there's like a space between the ice and the water. That oh, would just freak me out, you know. Or else they push a lot of water through, and all of a sudden you drill a hole, and you got a you got a <laughs> uh, a well.
1: Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I've, I've I've Gosh, where were we on that one? Oh, we were uh, so Klondike, which is uh south of Sioux Falls here. Yeah. We were fishing when they they were taking out the lowhead dam there. Where was there. that thing? Uh, was that north or south of the bridge? I don't even know where it was. South of the bridge. Was it? Yeah. We're, we're fishing down below. they ice fishing, mind you. And no one was out there. So we didn't think, like, they're doing any construction. There's enough ice. So we're out there fishing. And all of a sudden, they fire up their excavators. And they're picking up big-ass rocks and dropping them. And they're hitting the, the water and the ice. And all of a sudden, we have water just, like, six inches of water come out. And then go flowing back down. We're like, you good? I'm good. <laughs> we just pack up and leave. Like, eh, I don't think so. I heard, like... Red was
0: like that. I've seen well, Red. I've seen Red's videos like that, where like so much snow got on and pressed that ice a little oh, bit, yeah. and then you'll have like a bunch of water on top of the ice. <sighs>
1: That's it's crazy. Yeah, Bitter was like that about five years ago. Was too. it? Yeah, they're just you had to dig like two, two or three feet of snow to get to ice. Huh. It was just bad. Well, at least the spots we wanted to fish, but yeah, yeah. I don't know enough about that. Like my friends
0: live up there; they do. Well, moving on then. So like. I always like, talk this, what do you got for recipes you want to share?
1: Yeah. This is where I actually took notes because, uh, there's too many to really think about, uh, so that one place in Iowa that I was talking about where they catch all this big walleyes, uh-huh. you can, at like least right now snag carp through the ice. So I've done this twice now. I haven't told my wife that we ate carp cause yeah. I didn't want her really thinking negatively of it, but. I got the big head and the silver carp, which are filter feeders, and I like the common carp that are like all red and crap. Took out those. You can flay out the y bones. They have two sets of y bones that go laterally uh-huh. down the fish, and then it tastes like fish potato. Fish potato. There's no flavor until you give it flavor. Huh. It's weird. And you take all the red. There's a little bit of red meat. You got to flay that away. But it's just white, firm meat. How big fillets were there? Well, it depends on the fish. Yeah, I mean, but like,
0: every time I think of a carp, they're huge. You know what I mean? It seems like you never, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I snagged anywhere from like, that day, 10 to, I don't know, about about two and a half feet, three feet long. But, like, big ones I can't get through the hole, so I was always taking the smaller ones.
0: So, that's weird. Well, not weird, because like, I was sitting there, this guy at a plant we work at down in Nebraska, he was going paddle fishing, but it was slow, but they shot, like, 80 carp. And he, like, I don't know what he did, but he was talking about butchering him. He goes, I can him like tuna. And he says, he's going to send me a can. I haven't gotten it yet. Hmm. And that stuff. But he goes, you can't tell the difference. He goes, it's awesome. Canned carp. is amazing. And I, I'm hmm. sitting there, like, I can eat about anything. And I put myself in precarious situations. So I know, like, I have, like, wrecked my taste buds and grossed <laughs> myself out. But yeah. I, I'm doing this, like. I
1: don't know, man. No. And uh, I, I thought the same thing, but I was down there, and it was my uh, brother-in-law's uncle that was there ice fishing, too. Yeah. I snagged the first one. He's like, you got to keep that? I'm like, uh, I wasn't totally planning on it. I was like, should. It's like fish potato. And I'm like, fish it potato? can't be like fish potato. It's like, yeah, you fry that up. It's like having, like frying a potato. It'll taste just like a potato. There's no flavor to it. It's just that. Huh. So, so what'd I, you do with it? So what I've done, and I found these recipes online, was a uh, almond maple. So you like you're frying it in a pan, but you make like a sauce that's like roasted almonds, maple syrup, lemon juice, butter, olive oil, oh, and orange. Awesome. And then you basically pan fry that fish in that stuff, and then serve it. And that's freaking amazing. Really? Yeah. Really wow. good. Yeah. And then the other one was uh, um, was uh, like a raspberry honey. And yeah. Same thing, you're taking raspberries and also blueberries and honey orange and uh, uh, heavy cream. You're just, like, like glazing it almost, huh? Yeah, basically, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it's very good.
0: So that was on what carp again?
1: Uh, Big Head and Silver. Big Head and
0: Silver carp. Never even heard of it. That's the first I heard of that. Yeah. I probably still won't do it because I only like to touch things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these aren't, like, those nasty... Like, the brown ones, these are, like... I don't know. You, you flay them up, you'll, like, see that it's just white. It's huh. not, like, you, you open up a one of those common cards, it's just red and gross. Do you fish so, at all? I haven't. I want to, but... I like,
0: are you going to try, like, bowl or snag him?
1: Uh, well, like, if I want to go below Gavin's Point, i got to have a Nebraska license, so I could shoot them. Okay. With a bow. If I go to, uh, I think, Fort Randall, I... I think I can only snag them. I, can, I have no I idea. I can archery fish for them, I believe. And then, yeah, that, and I think that's almost impossible for a non resin to get that one. Really? Randall. Yeah. Robert
0: gave me, like, steaks off the one his wife got. I was like, it was like 100-whatever pounds. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely enormous. I mean, I know they get big, but you don't yeah. see a lot of these 100-pound ones. But his wife's, like, Thai. So it's like, little Thai <laughs> lady's, like, holding this fish that's bigger than her. Yeah. I think she might weigh, like, 90 pounds. I think the fish are 100 pounds, so she's, like, carrying something bigger than her. But anyways, he gave me some steaks out of that thing. And I didn't fry it or any of that stuff like that. I just, like, same thing I did with walleye. I put, like, olive oil, garlic, and rosemary on them, and they were awesome. Yeah. But I've, that's the first paddle fish That's the only paddle fish I've ever eaten in my life.
1: Yeah, my, that stuff. my brother-in-law has shot a couple of them, and I've had his. They're really good, but he... It reminds me of swordfish. Yeah, yeah. That's what it reminded me of. He explained it as a, a semi-fishy alligator almost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I like it. I like gator too. But yeah, that's a good way to put it. I never even thought of it like that. Yeah. All right. What else do you got?
1: Uh, So, in our family... carp eating, like, some of a gun. Yeah. We, we like wings. <laughs> so, so, so we, we make... <laughs> this I this might be sacrilegious that? to people who like good walleye fillets and everything else, but we... We cube those up into chunks, oh, and then oh, you, I you and do you, that all the time. Well, then you take it, so you make that like butter, uh, not butter, uh, flour, cornstarch, and then beer. Mm-hmm. Make batter, then you roll them in panko, then you fry them. Pretty standard, but then you just get Frank's Red Hot, butter, maple syrup, and then you make a sauce and you toss them around. Oh, and really? It's just like wings, I've and never they heard they really like, like awesome. I have them for really. Lunch after we have the night before. I have them for lunch when I go home on break.
0: So you're telling me you put fish in the microwave at work? No, at
1: home. Oh, okay. Actually, I put them in the toaster oven. I won't lie. I
0: put fish in the microwave here at work. People don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they know it, but it's not me. Wait a minute. I don't know <laughs> what's listening. Hurry, oh, fish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best
0: was when Kendra was working for us, and I had sardines, and I threw the can in there. She's <sighs> she's like, no, break room breaks. I go, it's my bad. I put them in the garbage can. And she goes, never again. And then she opened up the dishwasher <laughs> and my dirty plate was in there. She just screamed, oh my God. And then just ran away. I think she's gone because of that. That's my bad.
1: Yeah, you scared Kendra away, I guess. So. That's awesome though. Yeah. I like that
0: idea. What else you got?
1: Uh, So that's, Basically, I do a fish. Is, it's almost always going to be like that. But uh, deer, um, you know what Beef Wellington is, right? Yeah.
0: You do. Did you figure out how to do it?
1: The straps.
0: I've seen some pictures on the interweb, and I've always wanted to do it. And I got some backstraps. Yeah. So you did it?
1: Uh, yeah. This isn't going to be great on the podcast, but I do have pictures of it. But, uh, yeah. like. Text I- me a
0: picture. I'll put it on the show notes thing. I can do that.
1: Yeah, I'll do that. Because... I mean, it has everything I like. It has mushrooms, deer, prosciutto, bacon, yeah. and uh, pastry.
0: Hey, sidebar, do yeah. you hunt morels?
1: I've tried. I've never, I've tried
0: never even do. seen one in the wild. Or if I have, I'm always too scared, and it's the fake one. I'll kill myself.
1: <laughs> no, we, we have a lot of people down, especially Sioux City area, going through the low Hills and so on. Well,
0: that's what ants and, like a guy from work here, he hooked me up with some that he knew a guy and that stuff. I actually gave him some deer too because oh, yeah. he, wanted, he wanted sticks and that, so we traded a little bit. They were awesome. That's like the only time I've ever had them though was like from him. He gave them to me and I knew they were like a brown bag and that stuff. They're
1: awesome. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those things like people who musky hunt don't talk musky to a lot of other people generally. Yeah. People who hunt mushrooms don't talk mushrooms to anyone else so when you go out and start looking for them you're basically on your own that that's for me it's like i'm shed hunting but i'm also mushroom hunting kind of half-assing two things at one God, thing I not i'm not s- doing the Ron swanson whole yeah. ass one thing yeah. at the time, so i uh i like
0: i'm worried i might kill myself like i'm a i don't know I'm a, I'm a hunter. Well, we only have Corey. He's the gatherer. We call him because uh, <laughs> Corey. I was giving him crap at a wild game feed. I didn't shoot anything. I go, you're a gatherer. Go get me some vegetables. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know enough about. That. Anyway, so back to the Wellington. I was just wondering if you like had like, yeah, you know, I know it's the wrong time of year, but morels that you've ever done it with or anything like no, that. No, I
1: haven't. No, yeah. So that, that's just. This is the recipe I followed. But uh, you take that strap. You yeah. cut it to size, and then you sear it on all sides with salt and pepper in a pan. And you do it as fast as you can. Do you cook on cast iron mostly? Uh, I have both. That's, that's I've, 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 like, I've like
0: gotten to the point of just basically cast iron. I got this one pan. I got down with this cooking company that I don't even know what it is, but it's one other one. They said you don't wash it and that stuff. But, yeah, that's all I'm cooking in now. I got rid of all of my other crap. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, and this is me just being maybe just... Paranoid, but I don't like Teflon. I don't know. I don't think it's good for your body if you get it in you. So um, I, 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 mean, just don't, I, I just avoid it as best as I can. I had
0: Cephalon and that stuff that you're not supposed to put in dishwasher, and I read no instructions ever. But yeah, my <laughs> friend Travis would come over, He goes, You're eating that because it's like peeling up. I'm like, Yeah, good point. And I've gotten turned hippie too. I don't even like microwaving in plastic anymore. I like glass bowls and that too.
1: Yeah, for me, it's not, not that I'm like, I believe it. but also there's really no point to risk it either. Like, if it's something easy you can manage and not do, just use glass, like, when you're microwaving. I just like
0: like cast iron, I won't lie. You know, because I mean, like. It's a little bit more manly,
1: right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Plus,
0: plus I always love, like, that that Meet the Parents or Meet the Fockers or whatever it is, (laughs) where I'm like,
1: these are great food.
0: Yeah, pans never been washed, but, like, none of my pans have even seen soap and that stuff.
1: Do you you have uh, fire? No,
0: numbers. no. Like Brooke and I are talking about, we mm-hmm. gotta do a little bit of renovating and that stuff with the plethora of kids we got. So we're talking about <laughs> putting gas in there then. Yeah. But right now it's glassed up, and that's the only bad part. Is like. I bought the lodge like wildlife series so the bottom's got like moose prints on it well it doesn't touch the surface evenly so there's like hot spots in yeah, the yeah. pan I'm like great well this must be on the duck why because it's actually touching something <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing ever yeah. anyways I keep interrupting go ahead so Wellington you're, you're
1: yeah so you, you sear that set that aside and then in a food processor you, well, you make bacon first you take the bacon put that in the food processor Do you make your own bacon
0: no. Oh, I've done that once, and it's awesome,
1: but it's Absolutely. a lot of work. That reminds me, I need to talk to my uh, brother-in-law's uncle. He has a, one of those heritage hogs. He wants to sell me. Nice. But I want to make bacon out of that thing. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so you take that, put it in a food processor with your mushrooms, uh, green onions. You pulse that thing till it's just a basically a little fine paste. Yeah. Then you put that in a pan. And you cook it on high and you move around non stop until you just get all the moisture out. Then you set that aside. Then you take saran wrap, prosciutto, and you put that across there so you're making a sheet of prosciutto. Then you take your mushrooms and you spread that all the way across all that prosciutto. Then you take your uh, back strap, put mustard on it, mm-hmm. and then you roll that so it's like a roll log so that's in the middle, and then yeah. prosciutto on the outside and everything in the middle. And then you take your pastry dough and you put that inside there. Are you buying store bought or are you doing it yourself? No, I'm not gonna make pastry dough. You see, do
0: you like that Pepperidge Farm one and that stuff? Yeah, like I mean, that's I've made Wellingtons before and it's awesome. But yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah,
1: I I want like it's one of those things. It's like diminishing returns. Like I can and it's great if I I want to make danishes. Yeah, it's like I could, but this just gives me what wet line. Well, I'm
0: interrupting here. Alex is a big foodie guy too and I like food stuff and like, you soo, do you sous vide a lot too? So yeah, that was actually what well, was just not to interrupt. Here. I keep interrupting. Keep going. So then you put that in the oven?
1: Yeah, oven and you just bake it with egg wash on top until it gets golden brown and pull that thing out it's like medium rare so that beef's not getting dry or that deer's not getting dried out. It's, nice and juicy yeah. and my, i made that for my kids and they don't like mushrooms yeah because of that they like mushrooms yeah they and like oh gosh like if i just think about it right now it makes me want to go home and make it but it, i don't know it, once i have that i don't make use my back scraps for anything but that
0: well that's cool because i was thinking about doing that after i saw some of that stuff the other thing i've been like i like to do in that is like i think about like turkeys and that stuff i like to You know, just pound them with a meat tenderizing hammer, and then uh, make uh, cutlets with the what do they call it?
1: Talking about pastrami stuff, or
0: no, no, no. Like uh, say wild turkey and that stuff. I forgot what it's called. Anyway, it's like an Italian dish and that stuff. It's lights out. Sounds terrible. I forgot now. (laughs) So what? Great start. Yeah, this is like the that. I'll just delete that. I don't even know how to edit but this stuff. All I know how to do is record. It's the best ever. We had dead air with Dennis one time because I let my computer go to sleep. It's just crickets. So what else you got? Uh,
1: so yeah, like you're alluding to as a sous vide, um, I started doing that about a year and a half ago. And I, I love All it. the freaking time. There's like, I haven't found a recipe yet that doesn't make the perfect meat. The only
0: thing I've ever messed up and I said this, I've tried to, I, t- I was going to make Asabuco with deer shanks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to like melt that, all that sinew and just leave it in there forever in a sous vide. And the problem was there's two, the bones were sharp and that stuff popped my oh, bag. And so yeah. it's just like in that nasty Watery, water, yeah. gross. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's the only thing I've ever messed up. And it's because I the bag failed.
1: And that's... That's the reason why I double bag all my stuff. Do you really? I was yeah. going to ask that. Because,
0: like, I was always wondering, like, if you double bag it, does it give you, like, an insulated area?
1: No. Okay. I, I mean... Do well, you vacuum I, seal them? Yeah. Okay. I actually have two vacuum sealers. Oh. Yeah, I haven't decided they're expensive. I want to get one of those chamber sealers. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, I can put liquids inside there marinade them, and marinate them. Freaking sweet. Yeah, but those are, like, $800. I know. So...
0: It's just a huge vacuum seal water bath thing. It's pretty awesome to watch them.
1: Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. Actually, so I got that sous vide. It's like a Nova one. So mm-hmm. um, I got it on Amazon Day or wherever that was, uh, or Prime Day, for 60 bucks. Uh, Good for you.
0: I spent whatever on mine... Damn thing reads in Celsius, so I'm always having to convert. <laughs> it's the worst ever. <laughs> but, Not freedom degrees. No, it's freaking French. That's always <laughs> like I surrender. I'm <laughs> assuming it's white, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, so what do you suit what, what do you do for sous vide then?
1: Well, I like I have made back trap steaks. That's before I started doing yeah. the, um, beef bump and stuff. But uh, roast, do like freaking fantastic in there because I found with uh especially wild game roast that doesn't even matter if it's deer or whatever it's just hard to get it at that right temperature without having to sit there and probe it and yeah. watch it and so on so this the fact that I can set it at what degree I want it to be and take it out and then just torch it is that I was gonna
0: say how do you finish it then
1: so just... I've, I've I've done everything from the little propane benzo torch to um on stovetop to cast iron with butter to uh, one of those big frickin weed torches that you put onto a propane tank. Yeah. And that's honestly what I do is I use a, one of those weed torches because it just gets the heat there fast and you do the least amount of cooking as possible. Yeah. And you're just torching to put a sear on there and it little bit of flavor. Yeah. Huh. So I, that, that's how I finish basically everything. I've, I've actually I've made walleye and sous vide before. That turned okay. I wanna really? say oh, I don't want to do it again, but huh, uh, yeah. Otherwise, roast I do in there. Um, I've got some elk roast
0: I won off Jake for a bet over the Vikings and the Raiders and that stuff. <laughs> yes. I was gonna sous vide them because they're already vacuum sealed too. Oh yeah, like, they're perfect. they just set up perfect. The only bad part is I can't marinate them. It's already sealed.
1: Yeah, you don't have a vacuum sealer. Mm hmm. Um, I just
0: bag all my stuff, or else I'm I'm old school and I I wrap uh, like my back straps in Saran wrap and then freezer paper. I just always have done that.
1: Oh yeah, for freezing. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And then my sous vide, I just I bought the sous vide weights and I just put them in a one of those heavy zip and that stuff mm-hmm. and just go from there. But I don't have a vacuum sealer.
1: Yeah, we actually now that uh, I bought my wife one of those instant pots over uh, uh, Christmas. Yeah. That one apparently has a sous vide setting, so you can oh, set really? the temperature you want oh, and just awesome. throw it in there too. So now I can make two different things. I've actually had like uh, you can make sous vide potatoes and stuff yeah. and throw them in there but you can't do it really at the same temperature as what you're doing your meat so it's kind of a pain now i can do both so. i
0: love sous vide and uh, duck breast man i know you just, i remember you i'm obsessed that. with it and it's just the most basic thing ever It's just throwing whatever craps in there like tommy like he's the one who goes watch sous vide i'm like he goes they turn out great I did, and I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, and this people were arguing over it. So you know it's good when, like, kids are fighting.
1: Yeah, and this is why I found the sous vide when it comes to wild game. You can throw, like, any kind of steak sauce or something in there. Yeah. It, and all of a sudden, that thing tastes like anyone would want to eat it. I'm yeah. not going to say it's – I like a little bit more plain. I like to taste the meat. Yeah. But, like, when you get kids who say it tastes gamey or yeah. and something, like I, – I had one deer that I shot that – ran, this is like last year, it, I gut shot it, and then had to go pick it up the next day, and it tasted a little gamey. Yeah. You do that with all the roast and all the steaks and stuff, they, didn't, they had no clue. See, I love marinade and stuff. I don't care.
0: I'm one of those people, I like all that goofy flavor and that stuff, and so that's why I like sous vide and stuff. It's like, you can put all kinds of stuff in there. Like, I like heavy garlic and that kind of okay. stuff. on am
1: I, I found with uh, sous vide, you can't put enough salt. Like, you can't over-salt it. Really? Like, you can't over-garlic it. Yeah. And for a lot of times, all my stuff is salt, pepper, garlic, and then rosemary and thyme. Yeah. And I put those sprigs in there, and then you're done.
0: Yeah, The only th- I'm about the same. The only thing, sometimes I'll cup an onion. Maybe I'll put some carrots just for something. I put bay leaves in there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just throw them in there all the time. You know, you're not eating them. Just throw them in the bag and that yeah. stuff. But yeah, that's what I do. So, you got any other recipes, or do we get them all? I think that's... Really
1: covers about what I do with everything. Other than that, like good there's one. just the generic uh, deer sticks. I I have bought those. Uh, was it the lems stuff? The premix. Uh huh. And I've just made my own mix. got really? some recipes online to throw in there. Deer sticks come out great. I only started that last year just because, like I said, I never ground any deer. But I found I could get pork fat for like, what was it, twenty cents a pound? Oh, that's good price. Yeah, from Hudson. So I get that stuff. I have enough. Uh, pork fat yet for this year so cool. I'll finish that off and yeah I'll have anything I want to grind. I, I, I started making some ground uh, venison for Becky too so that she can use that in her recipes instead of mm-hmm. beef. but
0: Well yeah that's like my biggest worry is like I'm down and out and I brought in all my trim I gave two of my front quarters to Dale and I thought I was going to like shoot more deer so I'm like oh,
1: I'm oh. go Talking about wings, actually, I do have one more. So I sent you a picture the other day when you were asking about northern, which I haven't caught crap for you. Yeah. Um, I saw those wings. Those. That's a squirrel.
0: Was that squirrel? Yeah. So, I've seen those hot squirrel ring recipes everywhere.
1: Yeah. So I I I uh, I haven't really hunted squirrel to this year, and I took God, my, I love hunting squirrels. I, I took my son out um one of these hunts, and I took them originally down to where my tree stands are um yeah. in July, so it's like all oh, leaves and crap and it doesn't look the same as what it does when it's snow on the ground Uh there's no leaves and we're sitting down on this this uh bottom on this like uh fallen tree and he's just like wait a minute your tree's up there your tree stands up there I'm like yeah you're right and your other one's over there I'm like you're right you have one more down there right like yeah like I don't know I for me I just thought it was kind of ridiculous for a kid who's he was seven years old at the time Going down there, and he sees it once, and all of a sudden he's back down there again. And he's just like, "Oh yeah, there, 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 there." Mm. And he like he knew everything. That's cool. Yeah, and I don't know. I I would say that getting him into that squirrel hunt was probably the best thing. Ever Did the you shoot
0: year. a bunch lately? I haven't. I haven't gone. Oh, I went once, and I went on. The public stuff, right next to Sioux Falls, and there's no. people everywhere in that. So I mean, I just basically went for a walk and that stuff. Yeah. But like, if you get out in the ways and that stuff, you run in some. somebody. Have you shot many lately? Yeah. Are they moving?
1: Oh yeah, like. When are you up? shooting them?
0: When? What time of day?
1: Yeah. When? Uh, I would say it's probably around four to five. At right night. In the evening, evening hours. Yeah. Okay. Because a lot of times, I found them during the day. You just. They're sporadic.
0: Yeah, they're just laying around warming, is what I've read in that stuff.
1: But yeah, and then again, in the evening is when they're, I would like, at least especially when I'm in tree stand late season, you'll have them hopping around right in the evening, the last hour. I always mistake them for deer coming. Yeah, so constantly. Yeah, no, that's where I've been seeing them. So, yeah. What'd you do with those squirrels? Like I said, we like wings. So hot winged? Yeah, hot winged. Yeah, Did them. you bred them at all or not? Yeah. I, I, I think they're amazing.
0: Yeah, I think they're awesome, too. And like squirrel gravy on biscuits. Oh, my God. People think I'm, oh, you're a redneck. I, well, first off, I'm not that much redneck, because I haven't eaten them in a long time. But I still remember it, so you know it's good. <laughs> but, yeah, I got it. The, it goes till, like, I love it. the season ends. It goes till end of February here in South Dakota. So. Oh, yeah, ours so. is till the
1: end of January, so.
0: I can't believe it close a squirrel season.
1: Hey, I, I, well... And one, one part I, I understand it, the other part I don't. Yeah. Like squirrel and no. rabbit, like that, that. I haven't really hunted too much rabbit, but I kind of want to try making some rabbits too and stuff, but... They're good. They're really good.
0: My buddy Joe made some linguine with a rabbit once. It was absolutely lights out. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. The only thing about them is you can catch some messed up stuff from a rabbit. You can get it from squirrel, too. I know you can. Same, same disease. Part, I know. It's. The, I don't even have a good excuse. <laughs> and like I said, the worst part is, like, I don't, I, someone else makes it, I'll eat it. Me, I'm like, I don't know if I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, I, I, I'm curious that uh, there's some studies going around about, like, sous vide, like, if it's actually killing, like, they're saying that if you, like, keep it at 130 degrees, it's like getting to 160. 130 is at, like, four hours. It's the same as getting oh, really? to 160. Yeah. I do not know that. So I'm curious what actually comes out of that because then that could take over some of that rabbit stuff. Like oh, you're saying, yeah. was it Listeria or something like that? that tularemia. Think, tularemia, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. And they got that yellow liver disease.
0: But, like, then you think about it, it's not even that prevalent. It's just, like, you hear about two people getting sick. Same thing as, like, people at, like, eat pigeons. They're vile, disgusting, sky yeah. carp and that stuff. Some people eat them and like one person gets sick there. that's why you don't eat them.
1: I'm not saying I haven't ate pigeon because we, we, go, we go to NAVDA or whatever yeah. and then piles of pigeons sitting there. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll throw some in the freezer for dog training and two of them I'll clean.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people to do. My yeah. grandpa used to He goes, my grandma used to make pigeon pie.
1: Pigeon pie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, we're out of time got to go back to work lame again what uh <laughs> what closing thoughts do you have that was awesome
1: um i just had one too before we got off on the rabbit track uh yeah, rabbit hole. oh uh so one thing i would say is uh just getting uh if you want to get your kid started into hunting i would say squirrel hunting is going to be Freaking awesome. Like taking my son out, um, I gave him his 410. Yeah. I bought him a 410 for his birthday last year. And like $113 single yeah. shot break action. And it's just been awesome seeing him get out hunting because he's, I mean, he hasn't taken a hunter safety course yet, but no. uh, he's, I think he's going to take that next year. I think he'll be old enough, but um to get out, get your kid out, squirrel hunting is amazing. Even we put, we have bird feeders in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Squirrels come up there, pellet gun out the back door, yeah. it takes care of them. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not gonna say I haven't shot them out of the back door of their house, but we have squirrel. Yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> I do the same thing with rabbits. It was great. We have this guy that used to be a cop next door. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of rabbits kind of getting into the flower pots and wrecking them. And he goes, yeah, that happens. You know, Yeah, it's just, you know, it can be kind of a pain, you know, Vermin, pests, and this and that back and forth. And he finally goes, "You can shoot them if that's what you're asking. I ain't going to say anything. Like, cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> that's <was> awesome. <laughs> like back and forth. And he's like, "Do you just want to ask? You? And it's fine with me. I'm like, "Cool. <laughs> like you're
1: almost trying to get a drug deal. Done, yeah, yeah I know. So, uh, you know this. Like the Russell Wilson meme. He looks like
0: a <laughs> narc under Hey, could I buy two drugs, please? <laughs> All right, well, we'll call it. I appreciate everybody. Thanks for your time.